Why do we say to stop fighting? Mostly we tell middle schoolers and high schoolers to stop fighting. And we mostly do it when they get bullied. We mostly do it when they come back from school frustrated. So what should we do? We should teach them when it's appropriate. Teach them how. Start teaching them to stick up for themselves. No, don't teach them to fight everybody just because they get into an argument or just because they disagree with somebody. That's not the point. The point is to teach them to stick up for themselves. And we need to do that so that, so that when they grow up, so that they can learn to stick up for themselves no matter what situation calls for it. There's going to be uncomfortable situations that happen. They're going to be frustrated later in life. They're going to grow up confronting people that disagree with them. And what this, this teaches, for the, especially for the bully, this teaches them they can't continue this forever. For the bully, it teaches them someone will stand up to them one day. For the kid, it teaches him to have a lot more self-confidence. It teaches him that he can stick up for himself and that it's okay. This is what happens when we don't teach it. It affects both of them. It affects the bully and the kid when you don't teach at least the kid who's getting bullied or getting picked on or getting taken advantage of him to stick up for himself. When nobody steps in, all it does is empower the bully when nobody steps in and it demoralizes the kid for getting bullied and when I say nobody steps in I don't mean adults taking adults out of the picture on this I feel that kids need to be taught to stick up to bad behavior and I was a teacher and if you didn't let some of the kids police themselves for the kids that stepped in for bad behavior it empowered them a little more to, for the kids who did step in for the bad behavior, it empowered them a little more to do that. It empowered them a little more to recognize what bad behavior was, step in, and whoever's committing the bad behavior, tell them to knock it off. I've been in classrooms. Kids are talking. Kids are disruptive. And if you do it right, you can get the kids in the classroom to do a lot of the discipline for you without a lot of force and without threatening or without any real violence. And if you take the teachers out of it and the adults out of it, the kids learn to police their own. It's really wild to watch, and there's, and there's some teachers out there that would agree with me on this. The most that an adult can do or that a teacher can do is simply tell a bully to knock it off. That's probably that, That's about the most that they can do. They can send them to the principal's office. They can send them somewhere else. They can even send them home. They can even expel them. But in the end, I don't. that isn't a solution to the kid that was getting picked on or the kid that was getting bullied, and it's not a solution for the bully. They're going to go until they're confronted. The bully is going to push it, and he's going to find different ways. If an adult is handling it, all this stuff is handled in secret anyway. 
most bullies aren't picking on the kids in front of somebody. If you have an adult handle it, all he's going to do is find different ways. All he's going to do is adjust. For the kid, they come home angry and they're embarrassed or they're worried about the next day. They're not really concentrating on school anymore because they're worried about getting picked on. And a lot of times what they're told is to not be angry, don't be embarrassed, and don't worry about it. And don't fight, especially don't fight. The anger and the embarrassment and the worrying are their real feelings. And they've been suppressed when you tell them not to have those feelings. And when they, when they are confronted with it, when parents do find out or adults do find out, most of the time they say they'll take care of it, which doesn't help anything either. You tell them not to be angry or embarrassed or not to worry about it, you're essentially telling them to not have any emotions about it. And additionally, you tell them not to fight, so then they, don't, they can't do anything about it. And I don't know what's more confusing to a kid. How much of this can be attributed to depression or even suicide? When you tell a kid not to worry about it, don't be embarrassed, don't be angry, and don't fight, or and don't stick up for yourself. How can any of these be solutions? So all of this happens. He comes home and he is embarrassed. He is angry and he is worried about it, even though you tell him not to be. And years of this happen. And eventually the kid is going to lose it. If he's still in high school, how much of this is attributed to reacting in a very violent way, reacting in a very different way, where it's not just a... It's not just a playground fight. It's not just a reaction to being picked on. How much of this can be attributed to the school shootings? How many reports come back and they say, there's a history of bullying with this kid when he finally lost it and reacted to it? And I do wonder how much of it is attributed to the fact that he was told to not worry about all this stuff when he was getting picked on or when he was getting bullied. He left it up to others to handle the bullying his whole life. He left it up to adults to take care of it. And when, the, and when he trusted the adults to take care of it and it kept happening, nothing was getting, nothing was getting taken care of. And that's all he learned. What about the bullies? When nobody fights back, when it's not policed or handled from the appropriate ages. If it's always handled by someone else or it's always handled by an adult, a teacher or a parent, there's no possible way that that teacher or parent or the adult, there's no possible way that they can be around it all the time. As I said, they, they adjust, so the adult's not going to see it every time. They continue bullying. So the kid that's getting picked on who's also very confused by why he shouldn't be angry or why he shouldn't be worried about it. At the same time, the bully is just getting away with it. The kid that's picking on other people is just getting away with it. What about the long-term effects of all this? If the kid doesn't lose it in high school or he doesn't lose it in middle school, all he does is grow up knowing that nothing's going to get taken care of and he can't do anything about it. Why, quote-unquote, fight or stick up for yourself? Why do that? 
So he grows up not sticking up for himself. There's, where is the self-respect? There's no self-respect. He doesn't learn how to speak up for himself, which is another way of sticking up for yourself. How much, how could he get taken advantage of later on in life without learning this really important part of life of sticking up for yourself or even speaking up for yourself? At the very least, I don't know why you wouldn't tell him or teach him how to tell the bully to confront him verbally at least. But if it, most of the time, that's not going to work anyway. Most of the time, the, the, the verbal confronting won't happen. And there has to be some action taken. At the very least, though, if you're not going to teach him how to fight, teach him how to confront it. And then be involved with that and encourage him to, after a while, there's enough talking. After a while, there has to be enough talking when it's not going to work. What about relationships? When he grows up through this life of never sticking up for himself, how much advantage can be taken from him at work or, or any relationship? eventually being involved in some sort of abusive relationship. And I'm talking about um, girls and boys, men and women. What about as a future parent? When he has never been taught to stick up for himself, and he has kids now, and he doesn't teach them, and then there's this continued effect of low self-respect, low self-esteem. If you want to go the self-esteem route, there's this rippling effect and it continues on. What about at work when he gets taken advantage of there and there's no sense of speaking up for yourself or no sense of looking anywhere else because this is the best that you can get because this is the best that you can do. What about the long-term effects for the bully? He gets away with it. Nobody ever confronts him and eventually has no concept of reality because he's, he's always gotten away with it. And all he had were adults confronting him. If, if you taught middle school or if you have a middle schooler, for some reason, adults seem to have no effect when you confront them with a bad behavior. So there's no concept of reality. Their reality, their whole life has been they picked on somebody that was either weaker than them or just too nice a kid that was just too nice. So he decided to pick on him, and that's all he knows, is that people will let him do it. Other long-term effects of him, no, nobody likes him, or the people that do like him, they're just like him. Or his friends, they're just like him. And that's all he can hang out with. That's all he has to hang out with. Let's say he creates a business, and he's a boss now. He's been a bully his whole life. He's gotten away with it, and now he's a boss, or now he's an owner, or now he's a selfish, greedy corporate owner. Uh, more than likely, he has not stopped the behaviors that he's had from the time he was in middle school because that's when he started getting away with it. What about the other side of it? If you did teach him to stick up for themselves, speak up for themselves, fight for themselves, for the kid. Now he ha probably has a lot more self-esteem. He probably has a lot more self-respect for himself. So he goes for the best jobs. He goes for the, for the best schools or for the best education. And he sets the highest goals for himself because he knows he can accomplish it. He's been taught to fight 
for what he wants in a healthy way. And now he goes for it. He has realistic, high expectations because he's been taught what, what realistic, high expectations are. Most of the time, bullies pick on the smaller kids, and you teach your smaller kid to stick up for himself so that nothing can get in his way. And a lot of times, if the smaller, quote-unquote, weaker kid sticks up for himself, his self-respect, he, he, has, a, he has a realistic type of self-respect. This kid is bigger than me, but I'm going to stick up to him anyway. And if he loses the fight, he, he, he grows up knowing that he, at least he stuck up for himself. If he wins the fight, how much more self-respect does he have for himself? What about relationships? He has a lot more self-confidence. He has a lot more self-respect. And in his relationships, there's certain things that he won't tolerate. Or she. She won't tolerate. He or she is more likely to confront bad behavior. What about the long-term effects for the bully? Maybe he's more likely to be humble. Sometimes, when a bully gets confronted... From the one he is bullying, sometimes they become friends. In my case, that's what happened. Maybe he's less likely to continue. But when things are fine, there's nothing to worry about. When things are bad, and you're taught how to react, you're taught to not react, or you're taught to don't feel embarrassed, don't worry about it, or don't be angry, you have been taught to react the same way to each behavior. There's nothing to worry about when everything's going fine. And then when things are bad and you're told to not worry about it, you've been told to react the same way. You raise weak citizens who grow up not worrying about good behavior or bad behavior. It doesn't matter what it is, they react the same way. This is something that we, we need to think about. It takes a lot more thinking than just don't worry about it. It takes a little more discussion in it than, than just don't worry about it. This is something that can be handled today. As a citizen, as a parent, as an adult, you can handle this today. This is, this is a, a, a reaction or a lesson for kids that, that can be taught today. And you can do something about creating better citizens today. Citizens that learn how to stick up for bad behavior. And I'm also aware that the cyberbullying is a thing now. The digital, the digital forms of bullying are things now. And I, this, is, this, could be, this is a different discussion for maybe down the road. But if you're not involved in um, what platforms your kids are on or if they are using it, if you're not involved at all, that, then you're wrong. That is, that is your responsibility to... Insert yourself, make it your business, be involved with that. Again, that's a different, that's a different subject, and I think that the, what can be handled today and what can be handled right now is you teaching your kids. Teach your kids, whether it's your son or daughter, learn how to stick up for themselves, learn how to fight, and stop raising weak citizens. For the Vile Expedition, I'm Nathan Lewis, Studio Veritatis.